season 11 and season 12. Yes. A round table, if you will. Round table <laughs> of the the women of Encanto. Yes. Amazing. I'm really excited. And honestly, we're not here to talk about Bruno. No, never. No, we're <laughs> here to talk about... Oh, her street. On the rocks! <laughs> Katie? And Allie? And Caroline? And Eliza? Whoop, whoop, whoop! Woo! All right. <laughs> so we're going to get started with our amazing drink. Do you guys want to know what we're drinking? Yes. We have two versions of the same drink tonight. We are drinking the strawberry Mirabel, oh not Mirabel, Madrigal Margarita. <laughs> and it is not margarita mix. I didn't use any margarita mix. Mm. On ours, I used uh, lime, triple sec, uh, and tequila, and then mm. some strawberry and obviously salt on the rocks. Mm. And then for the girls, it's lime and tonic water mm. and strawberry. I mean, it's delicious. I love a margarita. It is so good. Mm. So if you've been under a rock... <laughs> for the last little bit then you may have not seen Encanto but you should have it was Walt Disney's 60th animated film production really of all time um and it is just if you haven't seen it Encanto follows a multi-generational Colombian family the Madrigals where the matriarch Abuela um her children and grandchildren receive magical gifts from a miracle that helps to serve the people People in their rural community, but the main character, Mirabel, learns the family is losing their magic, and she sets out to find out why and uh, saves her broken home and family. You might need to add that she does not have a gift like the rest of her family. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we yeah, should absolutely note. add that. So Katie just watched, and Katie just watched it last night. Mm -hmm. How oh, many fun. stars do you give it? Oh my gosh, five. It was so good. Five mm -hmm. out of five. I mm -hmm. loved it. I loved the music. I love the themes of it. I love the characters. I just, I thought it was so great. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved how, I loved the ways in which it deviated from a normal Disney movie. Yeah. Which I thought was great. It was very <laughs> which good. Which we'll get into. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. So then, how do you want to start? Um, let's see. So should we talk about favorites first or should we talk about like themes or I don't know. What are you thinking? <laughs> so I think um, let's let's kind of talk about each of the women. Okay. And then we'll do favorites and the people that we think each of us are most like. Ooh. Okay. And who um, has it the hardest? Who's the most troubled? Yeah. Which person we think has it the hardest? Okay. Mm. So let's start with the women. Let's start with Abuela. Caroline, can you give us like a brief description of Abuela, who she is? Um, Into the microphone. <laughs> really close to your mouth. Almost touching. Sure. So Abuela... She, when she was younger, she was married to this guy, and she got stopped by... They're trying to immigrate. They're refugees. Yes. And um, her husband dies when that happens. And she has this little candle, and right before they get kicked out of their house, she has three kids, triplets, all at the same time. And... It would be weird to have triplets at different times. <laughs> <laughs> And um, she starts crying with her candle on the ground. And then it just spurts out magic. And make the house. Her tears mm. with, out of her tears, like, uh, tangled, mm -hmm. I guess. And 
that's what happened. Then everything comes to life, and, and each of her children get a gift, and then it goes on and on. Am I correct that Abuela does not have a gift? Yes, no, because no. um, her parents obviously didn't have the magic. So. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was an interesting point that, mm-hmm. like, like we we're watching, it and Casey was like, "But the grandmother doesn't have a gift, and she's being like really mean to mm-hmm. Mirabel because mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't mm-hmm. get a gift." Okay, Eliza, why don't you tell us a little bit about Julieta? She's Mirabelle's mom, and like she makes food, and any food that she makes, it heals people's. It like it heals people. I like. I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think a mom's cooking showing love is a really apt analogy yeah. for how a lot of moms show that they love people. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm. I love her. And she is so sweet to Mirabelle. And, like, <laughs> and her dad, too, defending her <sighs> to the grandma. That, that was great. The best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. We won't talk about the boys and the non-magic folk, yeah. but <laughs> he was good. It's also good that Disney actually made two good dads. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, that's a good point. They did. They made two good dads, and they also showed, like, an Afro-Colombian man, which I think a lot of times when they're doing, like, Hispanic families, they don't include people of black descent. Yeah. There which was like also Peppa, which was like more white. Um, but yeah, yeah, I agree. They did a really good job reminding people that the same exact things that happened in North in um the United States and Canada mm-hmm. in terms of like slavery and colonization also happened in Central and South America. Yeah. When I saw something online that was like even like the little kids in the neighborhood are wearing different um like outfits from different regions. Of Colombia. You know? so, like, Everyone, like so many people in Colombia, feel included in this movie, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Absolutely. Um, okay, Caroline, tell us about as the oldest daughter. Tell us about Isabella. Okay, Isabella. Isabella. So, at first, when you um first start going into the movie, you're like Isabella. She's a jerk. She hates Mirabelle for no reason. She has it amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you get to one um one of the last songs in the movie and you're like wait she doesn't have it perfect she has to act perfect what's mm-hmm. going on and i feel like for most older siblings um that it's kind of a problem depending on who raising you depending on uh your gender depending on your culture Um, It can be a problem sometimes because um, you have the will to act perfect, like Mm -hmm. you're obligated to. And they don't really know how to have fun sometimes. Like Mm -hmm. in the song, you realize that the um, boy that was going to propose to her, she didn't want to marry him. Mm -hmm. And she has to act out like... She she makes a cactus and some poisonous plants. <laughs> and then she feels better. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of making rows of roses. Uh, what a great example of an oldest sibling. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. throughout history in general. I was like, okay, she has to pretend to be perfect. Yeah. She has to get married. Mm-hmm. Her family's depending on her. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. I felt like she was like uh, the Daphne Bridgerton Oh, yeah. You know, she's easy to hate. She's easy to hate. She is. And I feel like Mirabelle was like the Eloise, you know, just like I'm never going to be like her. So Mm -hmm. can everybody stop trying to make me be like her? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. 
So, Eliza, you want to tell us about Louisa? I know she's the middle child, so maybe I should do it, but go ahead. So, she's the middle child, and, like, her power is that she can, like, hold anything. Like, she's super strong. And, like, that's all I know about her. Well, I would like to say that it was really annoying to me how, like, I feel like as far as, like, helping the town goes, because that's, like, the thing with the madrigal family is like they're like we have our gifts and we help the town She's she the is one, the, the only, only one, one that is help. like really helping them constantly yeah. she, like she literally does everything the whole town she is always asking her for about things. it well yeah. surface pressure and we don't talk about bruno were the two songs that made the top 100 chart because i think so many people relate to that song surface pressure where yeah. it's like i'm trying so hard to help Everybody's putting all the family pressure on me, mm-hmm. and I'm just taking it. Yeah, and I think that that's why she was the first one to kind of really experience her powers dwindling. Right. Because she is the one that is most drained all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I was thinking about that. Like, you know, what's the, uh, what's the flower girl's name? Isabella. Is Isabella. Isabella. You know, Isabella's, like, power is, like, really cool. She makes flowers. She makes beautiful things. But, like... You know, I'm sure she could make, like, food and fruits and vegetables, but she doesn't do that yet. And so, right. like, her power is more – or her gift is more, like, surface level, mm-hmm. you know? And I just feel like Louisa has so much – and obviously the song literally says it, like, on her shoulders. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, once we talk about Mirabelle, when you look at, like, what Isabella's going through and mm-hmm. what Mirabelle's going through, it seems like Louisa is doing the emotional lifting of the family. Yes. And I think that that's a good metaphor for, like, a lot of middle children are trying to <sighs> bridge the gap between yes. their older and younger siblings and, like – you know, like trying to lift that emotional weight mm-hmm. in an interesting way. Yeah. Hmm. Um, what I think is interesting about the family is um, Peppa. Mm-hmm. Because. Oh, good. She was next. That's the other sister, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The so other aunt. Her gift, uh, it can help people. Mm-hmm. Like uh, people have to like make her mad so she can water f- crops. You actually see that in the first song. Um. But imagine having to c- control your emotions since, since you were five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't even control my emotions now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Liza has uh, seen like, a bit of that. she's mad, she can't act mad. She's right. not allowed to act mad. She has to always be happy. That's not fair. It's in, But I f- also feel like she does play a really cool aunt role yes, in the movie, does. which I think is what's cool about like an aunt and she's like a fun loving aunt you know of her but then also has her own children but i think a lot of times your aunt serves as a buffering for your emotions Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean so i think like it's trying to show you that like she has to control her emotions to like help out with her nieces in Mm -hmm. the terms of this show but in like a lot of times in life you go to your aunt when you're having problems with your parents Mm -hmm. it's also um like it's not just that she has to control her emotions. It's that everyone is helping her. But sometimes when she starts to feel sad or start to feel mad, everyone's like, Peppa, stop. You're mm-hmm. ruining everything. Mm-hmm. And then she's just like, it just makes her more mad. Mm-hmm. And Felix, I would say, is the only one who really understands her. Yeah. Uh, I would d- disagree. I would say Bruno understood that, which mm-hmm. is why he purposely destroyed their wedding. All right. Yeah. I would like to say I don't think he did. No, I think she did, but he put it on the cover like it was his fault. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, uh, okay, yes. Because I will say, like, 
when they were like kind of coming to terms with that later, because like obviously on the song, we don't talk about Bruno. She's like, you know, he said, oh, it looks like rain, you know, and then like there were hurricanes. It was our wedding day. (laughs) And I think that I can being a person who has three brothers, I can totally picture, you know, someone being like, I think he was seeing that she was getting upset and being like, hey, like it looks like rain. Like, I think you should, you know pull it back like you know remember that everything's supposed gonna to be, be happy okay. everything's gonna be fine and i think she took it as a premonition mm-hmm. which i think is such a classic sibling thing of like one thing that happens becomes the standard you know so it's like when some when your sibling comes to you with a good intention thing you are not listening mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and in, mm-hmm. in we don't talk about Bruno. He um they do a part about how he told people that their fish was gonna die and that their hair was gonna go away and stuff like that. But like he was just warning them. It's not like he right. was making it happen. He could just tell the future. He didn't change the future. Well, he also gave like the warnings he was giving are things, things that happen the most the normal things. Like, right. He yeah. told me my fish, fish would die. And it was yeah. a goldfish fish died. Yeah. <laughs> like, which I found very interesting. And then it's like, oh, you know, the song isn't an ironic. Like, it's like rain on your wedding day. That happens to everybody. Yeah. Like, it rains at your wedding. Not yeah. a big deal. <laughs> but it seems like such a big deal. Yeah. Also, um, in the song, it's funny. Um and ironic at the same time because it is such simple things but the song and how people are like interpreting it are like just make it seem completely different and Mm -hmm. that's what makes him so bad and also camilo when he's shape-shifting he makes um bruno look very scary Mm -hmm. in that song Mm -hmm. and then you actually see bruno for the first time when mirabelle spots him Mm -hmm. and he don't talk about bruno yes uh, yeah, but I'm saying Cl- Camilo makes him look very scary in that song. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. And um, once you see him, it's like, oh, he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that he loves his family, mm-hmm. and then it's just like everything's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, Eliza, can you tell us about Dolores? Because she's the only one who knew kind of that Bruno was there. She must Yeah, yeah. she knows. Yeah. She says it in the song. She what says, does she, she say s- in the song? Um, she says, I associate I- him with the sound of falling sand. No, but sand. she also says... Um, grew up with a fear of Bruno stuttering and stumbling. Because she can hear him in the walls. She can hear him. She knows that he's there. She didn't tell anyone. I love her. A, her outfits are the best. Um, B, her hair is great. Her bow. I also, I was really sad that she wasn't a bigger character. Like, Mm -hmm. I was expecting her to be in it more than she was. More Dolores. Yeah, I just wanted a little bit more Dolores because I thought she was really great. But I think that that's kind of the um, the unfortunate role of I feel like she represents like kind of like the introvert of every family who like is noticing everything she, that's going on. She knows everything. Mm, the whispers. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I feel like she's just. Well, you know what I person- think about? Mm-hmm. She it says during the movie, it makes a big point that she could hear Luis's eye twitching. Mm-hmm. If she could hear her eye twitching, shouldn't she hear the walls cracking? Yeah, I, I mean... Why didn't she tell? Why didn't she explain to them that Mirabelle was right? Well, um, if you can hear everything your whole life, like... How are you supposed to know? Yeah, the difference yeah. between... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I would say, also, if she could hear the distance, then it's her thinking of what happens to Mirabelle on a daily basis with mm-hmm. saying everything's happening, and mm-hmm. with her not having a gift, she was probably also scared mm-hmm. to tell Abuela or an adult because she probably doesn't 
assume them as trustworthy if she is hearing what Abuela is doing to Mirabel. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also I wonder if she doesn't want the same thing that happened to Bruno to happen to her. Like, mm. if she starts saying, yeah, the house is cracking, then, you know, the kind of blame gets put on the person who tells, you mm. know? Yeah. Also, like, I feel like Dolores... Oh, I am supposed to talk about her. Yeah. Tell us about her. So, she's the... She's Peppa's kid. Mm-hmm. She's the middle child. Yeah, because Peppa has two boys, right? Yes. Antonio, has... which is the youngest. Camila, which, which is, is the oldest. oldest. And yeah. Dolores is in the middle. Mm-hmm. She can hear everything. I feel like I would hate that. Well, that's interesting, yeah. too, that she's the middle child because she's then also probably holding some of the weight that yeah. Louisa's holding. Mm-hmm. And, like, it makes sense because if she can hear everything, that's a lot to hear at once. Yeah. That's, like, probably really annoying. Yeah, it's also, I think, why she has the most empathy. She has empathy for that boy, yeah. like, at the end when he's, like, upset that he's not going to be with Mariana. Isabella. Yeah. Um, and she has empathy for Bruno throughout the entire thing. Yeah. She's I a good character. I do like that scene at the end where she meets him and he's like, let's go get married. And she's like, no, it's no. too early for that. I'm just going to get married. <laughs> just met you. Hmm. Which this you cannot leaves... marry a boy you just met. Yes, we learned no. that from Frozen. <laughs> this true. leaves just Mirabelle, which I feel like we know. Youngest daughter, mm-hmm. not the youngest grandkid, second youngest grandkid, didn't get a gift. Also, there are some theories on why she didn't get a gift. I got one. So we see the scene of her with the candle and like when she touches the candle, before she touches the doorknob, she wipes the candle mm-hmm. off on her dress. And I totally think that's why it was. But there mm. is another theory mm. that every time um one of Abuela's child was born, the gift is what she needed. Think about this. The first child was Peppa, right? Well, they're they're triplets. triplets. Well, yeah. So she needed Bruno to figure out what's going on. She needed um, Peppa to control so all the crops could grow Mm because this town is completely new to her. Mm -hmm. And she needed Julieta to to make sure everything was going good and to heal things that needed Mm -hmm. help. And then um, when their children were born, when um, Peppa and Felix's children were born... Camilo, he, or we should start with Julieta because, um. That's fine. Go for it. Okay. Um, when Isabella was born, she needed someone that could control people. She needed someone to keep the family going. And then when Louisa was born, she needed someone to fix stuff up. Mm. And then, um, when Camila was born right after Louisa, she needed someone that could keep track of everything again. Mm-hmm. Because Bruno was gone at this point. Mm-hmm. And um, after that, when Dolores was born, she needed someone that knew stuff. She needed someone that hears everything. I think it's more Wait. that Mirabelle is just like the grandmother. And mm-hmm. then pause. Yeah. The only thing that Mirabelle ne- that um, Willa needed when uh, Mirabelle was born was someone to go and hold on to the candle legacy. Mm-hmm. But also, if if there was nothing else she needed, why did Antonio get a gift? Because they needed animals. They needed they needed, mm-hmm. needed Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I want to talk about Mirabelle because I think she's such a cool protagonist for a Disney film because first she first one with glasses, first one with yeah. glasses. She has no love interest, Mm-mm. which I'm obsessed with. Um, I also usually the protagonist has like a familiar 
you know, like mm-hmm. an animal kind sidekick. of sidekick. And I kind of felt like the house was, was. Mirabelle's yeah, sidekick, right? She like was friends with the house. Like, yeah. She always talked to the house and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, her and Abuela are the only one that can communicate with the house yeah. in a special way. Because mm-hmm. Abuela, um, she can, you see in one of the scenes when they're all sitting at the table um, before Isabella's, um, the night before Isabella's. Uh, proposal that her that she talks to the house in a special way mm-hmm. i agree yeah i also um oh gosh there was one other thing uh maybe that was it <laughs> yeah her animal familiar no love interest um yeah because i just love that the house was like its own character and like it would like kick her shoes on in the morning like mm-hmm. i thought yeah. it was so sweet. drawers <laughs> floors yeah um I, I just, I thought the movie in general did a great job with metaphors about mm. the family. Yeah. Just the multi-generational trauma of, mm-hmm. like, grandchildren not understanding their grandparents. Mm-hmm. And children not even understanding. Like, being a refugee and, like, going through all that trauma leaves a mark on you. Yeah. And a mark that you're not going to get yeah. as a younger person. Like, I don't get what it was like for my grandfather to be in World War II. I've heard yeah. about it. I don't mm-hmm. know what it's like. I also think that's something relatable since, you know, we obviously focus on the women is that like the women are the ones who are often like left with the burdens of the family. Mm. And if you think about like, you know, the grandfather obviously passed away, like was killed, you know, in this horrible way. And then Bruno is kind of exiled. But, you know, I feel like especially like you and I, like our oldest brothers kind of like flew the coop oh yeah they're <laughs> totally different you know than the rest and, of us yeah and i kind of felt like that is something a lot of people can relate to is like women being the ones who have to like really hold down the fort and why it was so important that mirabelle was the one to fix the family right and they can try in their own way like i did think it was really sweet that bruno was fixing the walls from the inside yeah, the which is so sweet and his his little his little table that he <laughs> ate out oh alone while they were talking plate, about him the plate was carved in the designs on the plate were carved into the table bruno yeah. broke my heart that was like so sad it is <laughs> it is but it's a it's a very relatable story because i think most people have somebody in their family like that yeah but, and things get blown out of proportion it's like the longer you don't talk to somebody mm-hmm. the bigger the anger and the distance gets and then yeah. it's like that person can't be invited back yeah well and that's why i thought it was another great moment was like you know at the end when like abuela and mirabelle have this like really um, incredible moment together and <laughs> Bruno like literally comes on like it's supposed to be like a white horse kind of analogy yeah. but it's like a donkey or whatever <laughs> and he's like I'm gonna save you and it's like oh no like we already did that we're good we're good welcome and, back and then, though <laughs> and then Abuela just hugs him yeah. like so sincerely which mm-hmm. is so beautiful I just does. love it <laughs> I love it too. oh here's another thing I thought about I love that Mirabelle doesn't go on this epic journey to like other lands you know i feel like everything happens in the house like obviously bruno's room is really crazy but But, like everything happens in the home which i thought was really cool like i thought she was gonna have to go on some like journey to their 
place of origin or whatever. Well, your but... family can be quite the adventure. Yes. <laughs> I think we see that once a week at family dinner. Yes. <laughs> um, so let's all talk about our favorite characters. Mm. Okay. Pick your favorite woman. Caroline, go. No explanation. Who's your favorite? All right, Eliza, go. No explanation. Who's your favorite? Isabella. Isabella's Liza's favorite. Who's yours? Mine's Mirabelle. Mine's Dolores. Louisa. Louisa. Okay. <laughs> Who do you think has it the hardest? Eliza, go ahead. Louisa. Yeah, Louisa. Louisa. <laughs> um, no, wait. I changed my answer. Mirabelle. I would oh, say- well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it counts. Well, I would say Abuela. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, that can be a lot, and especially mm-hmm. when, you know, Cheetah's carrying a lot, you know, and feeling like mm-hmm. she's responsible for the magic, and but she also has no power. <laughs> she's also responsible for this amazing family, and then there's one kid who just doesn't get a gift, there's one and scene. then she has to actually deal with that, and there's she's like, scene. has to explain to everybody. There's one scene in the movie where she's, Mirabelle's trying to go to the candle to try and save it. But it's not like the end scene. But she's just going to the candle and sneaking up onto the roof. And you see Abuela praying to the candle. So she knows the house is mm-hmm. cracking. Mm-hmm. But she just like isn't she ready to face it. She just trying to yeah. scare everyone. And then the yeah. s- another sad part is right after she's praying, you see her hold out a locket with her uh, husband in it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Which I did, on a side note, Lin-Manuel Miranda was talking about writing the song that's um, in Spanish. Oh. And he wanted it to sound like a folk song. Yeah. And he that's the one that was nominated for an Oscar. He said it's the hardest song he's ever written because he was like, I speak Spanish, but I don't have a robust vocabulary in Spanish. Right. So it was so much harder to make like a folk song. Like yeah. rhyming too. Rhyming, rhyming and yeah. making it sound like it's a sincere song from a hundred years yeah. ago or whatever. Like, it's very hard for in him. English. If you speak Spanish, you know what it, you know what it's saying. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he speaks Spanish, but well, he doesn't know as many words. And frankly, and, like, I don't even think you have to speak Spanish to get moved by that song. Oh, beautiful. It's beautiful. And the imagery is beautiful, mm-hmm. too. Um, it's like uh, for that song, I would imagine it'd be hard because in this, in English, if you like or any language you speak fluently, mm. you can do any words. You can do lovable. You can do um, wonderful. You can do like any word that uh, is a synonym to love. Yeah, but it can handle it. Like holds a different weight and in then, a different language. Um, yeah, if you say you want to do a song in Spanish, like he did, you only knew like, know like one or two words that uh, mean love. Mm-hmm. So it's much harder, and there's only one or two words um, that you know the meaning completely and mm-hmm. can incorporate into a sentence where the meaning makes sense. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm. Yeah, I love that song. I. You know, I think a lot of people were upset that, like, we didn't talk about Bruno didn't get the Oscar nomination. But, you know, you have, as Allie informed me, I didn't know this. You have to submit it. You submit your own song. You have to submit your own song. And they didn't know that that was going to be the hit. (laughs) And frankly, like, I actually do think that Dos Oreguitas is, like, I mean, I kind of artistically, it's it's the better song. Artistically, it's such a, like, yeah. Artistically, it's better, but it definitely didn't hit the way. No. (laughs) Oh, my God. Bruno (laughs) is. 
um, how we everybody sings it every day. And surface I know, pressure obviously every hit song, really. Yeah. Except for yeah. Spanish yeah. Um, well, I also heard that that's what Madrigal means is the type of singing where like one person's singing and then you loop back to like another person coming in. Well, that is something I heard that, that. I don't know Manuel Miranda's <laughs> really good at. He mm-hmm. does it in all of his musicals where mm-hmm. every single song at some point they can sing all of them together yeah. like it's an in orchestra. Yeah. yeah, he does it in Hamilton, he mm-hmm. does it in In the Heights, he does, like he just does it in all of his things, which is a very hard thing to do. Yeah. And I just he love makes that it sound that good. Yeah. yeah. And I just love that that's apparently what Madrigal means oh, is like that type of song. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's I don't know if that's I saw it on Instagram, so uh, I don't know if that's true. true probably true. <laughs> okay, so let's go with the ones that we think each other are most like. Mm. So this will be fun. So now you don't get to answer your own question okay let's all start with liza on the count of three we're all gonna say who we think liza is the most like the good and bad parts of that person okay ready oh gosh one two three antonio i don't know (laughs) i think she's the most like isabella easily um think she has to be perfect isabella i Oh. Why Antonio? Because she likes the animals? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. She is more like Isabella, I- Isabella, but um, she would definitely have Antonio's gift. Her gift would be an animal gift. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think Isabella, because Eliza not only feels like she has to be perfect, but if anything gets off track, like having an 89.5 on something, she has an anxiety attack. Yeah, <laughs> I had an 89.5, but all my other classes had an A. And it made me mad. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's the type of thing where it's like, you're not the oldest child, which is very interesting that you would be plagued with the, I have to be perfect mm-hmm. thing. Who do you think she's like most like? I don't know. It's a hard one. It is a hard one. I mean, I would probably, yeah. Cause I don't really see the like internal stuff that goes on. Oh, the, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I agree. Like the quiet like his family stuff. To me, yeah. like Eliza seems very like aloof, uh-huh. you know? Like, like I don't care. Oh, I really Short don't hair, like, don't care. <laughs> which is which is interesting because I do feel like that's actually the way that Isabella acts. Pret- she does protrude that attitude of like, mm, like it's fine, whatever. You I know? got it. So that's the Isabella acts. I mean, you know, the thing what, that I see from you is when like, I'm caffeinated, I'm all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, you have caffeine. <laughs> when she's caffeinated, <laughs> she has a nickname in this family, and it's Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> separate person scoot comes out okay let's do aunt katie oh god okay are we ready guys okay <laughs> one two three mirabelle oh, yeah. <laughs> i don't know what do you think <laughs> you guys are bad at this game i'm just bad yeah, at this I'm, game. I'm bad at this game i'm bad at this game too. julieta you think julieta mm-hmm. okay i think mirabelle yeah mm-hmm. I, think. I think i'm Again, <laughs> i think it easily i feel like another i don't know her like as much because yeah. you two do this every week but i also um think that she's like julieta because i've never really seen like a bad bad side of her um i've seen it a little mm-hmm. bit when like i'm in like side conversations about when all your uh, weddings got canceled yeah. and, like, all the invitations <laughs> like, ah! had to go out. I've seen that, but um, I think she's a Julieta because uh, I've, like, she seems like a really nice person. Supporting, comforting, yeah. good at Thank making you. food. No, I think more of a Mirabelle for sure. Holding a family together with a variety of personalities around you yeah. and still having to, like, 
be like, no, guys, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like. Well, also, like, not being okay myself. Right. You're like the delegate, the yeah. delegate that's going to each constituent. And yeah. then you're still you like, I'm like... not fine. What's that song? <laughs> I'm not fine. <laughs> I am moved. Nobody wants mountains. to hear that. Everybody does. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. All right, let's do Caroline. This is a hard one for me. Okay. Everybody have one? I got one. I have one, too. Don't say it out loud. I have two answers for you, Mom. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. That's bad. Okay. Katie, you ready? Uh, Yes. Okay. One, two, three. Peppa. You guys just said Bruno? No, I said Mirabelle. Oh, I said Bruno. It's hard because, like, I think Caroline's so much like me. She is so so much like like I see the Mirabelle, but now Mm. that you say Peppa... You are so right. The mood controls well, the weather. My answer's bad. No. I say Bruno because she scares me. <laughs> <laughs> she has sand in her shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Most often. Honestly, Absolutely Peppa. Yeah. And I think Peppa, Peppa too, is like, like, I think like it's, I have this problem too, where like if I'm feeling a certain way, like I've had to learn to control it, Caroline you know, which is so hard yet. and it comes with time. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. I mean, I was nicknamed Fireball when I was just <laughs> When I was born. Pop used to say, oh, don't take on the wrath of Catherine. <laughs> yeah, there's a name for it, the wrath, the of, wrath Catherine. of Catherine. <laughs> and it is something, like, you definitely have to work on. Oh, yeah. You know? And, but, yeah, I can totally see Peppa. Mm. You're a Peppa. <laughs> Which is a good thing, though, because this is the whole thing with Peppa, too, is, like, people only, people tend to see the cloud because it's the physical form of her upsetness, But, like, nobody's like oh thank goodness the sun is shining because peppa's here you know it's like she's not getting credit for all the good things that she does and i feel like that happens to you too it's like you know you bring so much goodness and light into the world and i think that sometimes it goes unnoticed i agree and i think also like if we talk about each of those person's personalities they're all good Mm -hmm. like they're all a really important puzzle piece to a family which is why they chose those exact personalities yes. you need somebody who's good at cooking and somebody who's moody and somebody mm-hmm. that's bossy and somebody that's good with animals and mm-hmm. like you need all those things because that's yeah. what that's what a family makes yeah that's true all, all right guys it's my you. time oh i don't want to i was saving myself for last, i don't want to do it no oh, just gosh. one answer no i can't i, right. I can't pick you one ready okay combined. all right one two three louise isabella okay mine are julieta julieta and bruno my okay. gosh we all pick different people i, I assumed feel, louisa was i said louisa <laughs> i feel like you're julieta because you always because like, i'm your mom no, <laughs> No, because when either me or Caroline is mad, you're always, like, fixing it. Like, you're always fixing stuff. And then I feel like you're Bruno because you care so much about what other people think about you. I, I, that is a true statement. Yeah. <laughs> I do care a lot what other people think about me. Okay. Um, I think... <laughs> I think uh, your good side would be the good side of Louisa, but I think your bad side is more of an Isabel- Isabella. Well, you get like mad and bossy and stressed. <laughs> you get like stressed and bossy. Oh yeah, I like do. Yeah, moving everyone around like Effie Trinket. And I feel like you're every single party. person in? in the whole movie combined. Wow, yeah. so I'm schizophrenic. Yeah. Good to yes. know. Good to know. No, I think you're totally Louisa because like. I think that you put way too much on your plate. You're always carrying too much, and you don't ask for help. Mm. You don't. And Facts. and we <laughs> and we learn that like that is like 
one of Luis's big faults is like she's yeah. like I can't cry I can't ask for help I can't, can't because yeah. I also think she's like no like it's my gift to hold everything up and I right. think that you think that of like no it's my I, I wouldn't be this organized and motivated for no reason right you know so I think you're like no like I was born to do this so like that's what I'll do. I, I play you know? every single party in all of existence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every party. Exactly. So, which is funny because I think that like, just because like of her like physicalness, like I feel like she looks more like me. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, which is so interesting. That is funny. Yeah. But I look like Isabella. I would say the most like Isabella. Yeah. Your long hair. The the long hair, the very slim build. What does slim build mean? Skinny. A Twizzler. Do your little act. <laughs> you are a Twizzler. I'm a Twizzler. Um, I'm a Twizzler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, because mom said she was an apple and Aunt, and Aunt Marjorie said she was a pear. So I said, I'm a Twizzler. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <sighs> um. Yeah, I think all around a great, great movie. Yeah, I think so too. And I love the, I really love too the part where everything kind of crumbled and the townspeople came and helped because I was getting kind of mad at the townspeople. I was like, wow, you guys could like, like if the magical family like doesn't exist anymore, like you guys need to learn to fend for yourselves. Like my God, <laughs> <so> like, <laughs> and so I loved that. Like when the house fell down, the town came to help them. And they actually fi- like with, without magic. They yeah. Did. They just fixed it without magic, they which built the house. Beautiful. You know I think, Louisa was still probably stronger than all of them because even though she didn't have her strong powers, she still had like a lot of muscle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just because she and you also see her working out her song, and she's lifting treadmill. stuff all the time. Too, so so she still has a lot of muscle. Well, her bedroom's like a home gym. It is. Yeah. She was running <laughs> on a treadmill while yeah. lifting weights. Mm-hmm. That was the house floor. Which yeah. I was like, oh. do you kind of think the bedrooms are like slightly a curse because like. I kind of feel like poor Louisa. She probably just wants to go to bed, and all she's surrounded by is workout equipment. <laughs> like, you know, like, do you think that their bedrooms are a little bit of a curse? Like, they can never get away from this gift that I they're. Mean, I really wish we had seen the inside of every single bed. I've heard that mm. Louisa's bedroom is kind of like a free fall with like really, really light stuff, so she doesn't feel pressure. Well, what about though the um like, like the Isabel's spouses? Bedroom. Like, does Julieta's <laughs> husband have to sleep in an no, oven? No, no, I, <laughs> no, I assume they sleep. Where with does Felix other? sleep? With Peppa. D- doing what? Laying in a bed. Yeah, but what's her bedroom it's like? Made of clouds. Yeah, it's made, it's of, made clouds. of clouds. And if she's angry, it rains. What if she has a nightmare? He just gets soaked oh, in the middle of the night. Suck. The lightning. Um, that would be. Difficult. I feel like <laughs> he has an umbrella over his his half of the bed. <laughs> I feel like he sleeps under a tarp. I would love to have Isabella's bedroom. It was so cool. It was so many flowers. It's fine though, because I have like three hundred stuffies in my bedroom. Like. Yeah, you kind of have her bedroom just with stuffies, just instead, with stuffies of instead of flowers. <laughs> Where's yeah. your swing dropping yeah. down from the ceiling? Buy <laughs> well, me another hammock swing. I'll hang it up. I oh. will. Did somebody okay. say flowers? <laughs> <laughs> um, love it. Anybody? Um, la- final remarks? Uh, I also want to say, what do you guys think about like the fact that like some powers are like a lot more useful than others? Why do yeah. we think that is? Some like, are more. Like, why t- is her power to be perfect? 
It's not. Power. Hers is to make flowers. No, hers, her power, they says it in the song. It's her power is to be perfect, not to make flowers. She can make flowers, but her power is being perfect. Uh, I thought she was an agriculturalist. Right. Listen to it in the song. Um, She says... She says, like, Luis is super strong, and... um. But is that just Mirabelle's impression right. of? Remember, that's Mirabelle explaining that's who her true, family but like, is. Also, she's really pretty, and she has like long hair and stuff. Like she's, I feel like her. I feel like Mirabelle's right because everyone else, she says the, what they do, like, what they actually do. Okay, mm-hmm. but I just like I think it's interesting that you know someone like Luisa is obviously very just like physically useful in the town, and then mm-hmm. also like the mother, like. That gift is very useful. Like people come to her with like broken hands, and she and fixes she them with muffin. food. Like that's very cool. But I was thinking about you know Dolores, and like I wonder, like what do you guys think? Like her power does for the town? Uh, she did say when Abuela asked her when Mariana was going to propose. She said, tonight, he wants five babies. <laughs> <laughs> but did you realize in that scene when her head fills with flowers, Abuela, um, it's pink except for one is white, and she Abuela picks, picks that mm-hmm. one out of her hair? No. Um, um, like that doesn't address Aunt Katie's question at all. No. It's- um, <laughs> I think, um, again, I just think it's a perfect mirror of a normal family. Like, yeah. when, like, everybody has these different things, and some, like, you know, I have some members of my family that are chimney sweeps and that is <laughs> very, very, very helpful and very useful. But like I'm a teacher and my yeah. skill set doesn't necessarily help the family, but it's still a skill set. But it's still a skill set. Yeah. Like it exists and it can be useful sometimes, but it's not useful in the same way that like somebody who's a really good cook or baker like Olivia right. mm-hmm. or somebody who has a blue collar skill like those or can like change the oil on my car. Like I think everybody's skills in family and like a white collar skill versus a blue collar skill is very interesting. Yeah. In family dynamics. That's a good way to think about it. Yeah. That's been kind of plaguing me. Like, why are the gifts so different right. and diverse? But also, I love that explanation. Um, but it's also nice if, like, you have a cousin that's a lawyer. You realize. Because it's like they can't help you all the time, but when they can. Yeah. <laughs> think about it, Antonio loves animals, which is why Mirabelle gave him the stuffed tiger before he got his gift. So we already know he loves animals. And his gift was is literally being able to talk to animals. So, like, if you think about it, like, maybe Louisa loved to be really strong and powerful as a kid, and that's why she got being super strong so then more intense question is five years old too early Mm. to To pigeonhole somebody into (sighs) something yes i like that's why you can't like get a tattoo when you're five what if you don't that's what i was exactly gonna say like you can't make imagine when you're five you want to be a magic unicorn but you can't be a magic unicorn so you get a unicorn tattoo um a unicorn um, horn tattooed on your forehead. Yeah. Well, think about like Draco. Like he obviously is brave, but he was put in Slytherin because that's his family. That's fine. I was just thinking about the house system yeah. in Harry Potter. The house system. It's too. They're too young. You're too young yeah. to be pigeonholed as having one skill. Yeah. You know what I think is weird? Antonio's door looks 
young like him, but all their doors look just like them. Do their doors age with him? Probably. I think so. Yeah. No, they don't because in the picture when they're all young, it shows the doors when they're older. So either yeah, it's just so you know what's the what. The Disney people were lazy and didn't want to make other wow! doors. Wow! Or... Big talk. Big talk. <sighs> the Disney people are lazy. That's what we learned. That's what we learned today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, well, girls. Yes. Can you go out singing us together? <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno, the two of you. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. But it was our wedding day. It was our wedding day. We were getting ready and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. The clouds are loud in the sky. Walks in with the mischievous grin. Thunder! You telling the story, you're reminding. I'm sorry, maybe I don't go on. No says it looks like rain. Why would he tell us? So he floods my brain. Oh, well, look at the umbrella. Married in a hurricane. What a joyous day, but anyway, we, we don't, don't talk, talk about broom. No, 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 no. We don't talk about broom. No. You've been listening to Her Story on the Rocks. We are independently produced by 1986 Entertainment and proudly recorded in Baltimore, Maryland. If there's a woman in history you would like us to cover, you can email us at herstoryontherocks at gmail.com. You can also message us on Twitter or Instagram. We post all of our cocktail recipes on Tuesdays so that you can go get all the supplies you need and drink along with us. See you next week. Bye.